Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. Well, I am really excited to be on the episode today with Neha Kumar, who is passionate about growing with intention. This is what drives her philosophy in building teams and building products for clients. Her current title is the director of product, but she's been in the tech space for over nine years and has built several cloud-based solutions that help foundations, NGOs, and social sectors manage their impact data and operations, which is a great cause. And she has experience leading product divisions, developing strategy and roadmap, recruiting, scaling teams, just a wealth of information that's gonna help our listeners. And she's also done some cool technology workshops on how to use technology for data collection, strategies for change management, investing to support women entrepreneurs. And she has her master's in international affairs from Columbia University, and as well a bachelor of science in economics from the University of London. So we are really happy to be with Neha on today's episode. Thanks, Nicole, for having me. (laughs) And we're excited to hear about your experience and some success tips that you have for women in tech. And with that, I want to just hear where you want to start and uh, give it over to you to see what you got for us today. Thanks. Uh, So where I want to start is with really thinking a little bit about, you know, we, we talk so much about building teams and hiring people and what it means to scale. And I think so much of that conversation really needs to start with, well, how do you think about building culture? And so I think of this in a couple of different ways and and thinking about it particularly when you're just about getting started, I I think one of the things that's super helpful, that's been super helpful in my experience has been really taking the time to think about, you know, what kind of a company do you want to be? And also importantly, how do you want people to talk about your company from the outside in? And how do you want, how do you want to talk about your company from the inside out? Because I think that really has an impact. You know, when I look at uh, companies that I've chosen to go work at, I've always found it very interesting to think about how does this company talk about itself on its website or on its, you know, hiring platforms? And then what is the actual experience when you are interviewing with these companies and how do they then talk about themselves and how do they work together? I think that's such an important part about um, how people can really understand what the culture is. And that's such a key component of how we work because it, it, it has an impact on your every day in this company. So that's, that's the first thing I think that comes to mind. That's very true with diversity also. It's 
how do you portray it and how is it really like? Because you could portray mm -hmm. your company to be very diverse and then you get there and realize it's all one type of people. So I right. love that from a you know diversity standpoint. Wow. So cool. Yeah. Tell us more. Yeah. No, I mean, I've been kind of having thought about that as the first step of so how do we want to be seen and and then how do we actually upgrade i think the other thing that then ties in with is how do you actually spend your every day at the company so having spent a lot of time as you said working in tech startups seeing kind of you know you get to that point where you are so focused on hey we, we we're getting traction we're starting to grow and and we have to build ourselves up and get ready for going up the ramp and what tends to naturally happen is people start talking about scaling processes and creating frameworks and you know finding the tools to work with and i would say take a step back and again for a minute come back to that culture point because let's say you're thinking about hey how do we collaborate as a team together and so you're looking at all these tools and all these processes that you can put together but if you haven't done the initial step of but what does it mean to be in this team and how do we collaborate and how do we work together then it's it's not going to set you up for being able to find the right thing so a good example uh in my work has been we're a really creative team so we spend a lot of time kind of um, wanting to be out there putting things on dashboards and, and visualizing things and we first took the time to really think about why, what makes us creative why is that such an important piece of our culture what difference does it make in terms of how we work together and then we went about finding the right tool for that and then we went about trying to figure out okay so how do we document this process and figure out how we work on it so i think really kind of taking the time to first say let's figure out our culture let's then figure out the tools and then let's figure out how to scale it rather than the other way around um of being like no let's just go out and get all of this set up without having spent the time on on the critical work of uh, defining what your culture is yeah it's so easy just to think about processes and the basics but culture is really important that's a great point good stuff keep it coming I've spent a lot of time thinking about this as a leader, but one of the things that I hear from a lot of people is, well, how do I think about this as a team member? Uh, you know, what happens when I am new in a company or what happens when I am uh, someone who's relatively young in my career? Uh, so how can I contribute to this conversation? Is it always just top down? And I think it's really important to recognize that it isn't always just top down. I think one of the facets of culture is that one, it's evolving, and two, it is the kind of accumulation of all of the people involved, right? So culture isn't just something that the person in the team, they can define it, but they are only one part of it. So I think my kind of big thing with people who think of themselves as I'm too young or I'm not experienced or how do I contribute to this is ask the questions, you know, ask about, hey, we talk about in our company values or we say on our website or we bring it up in our all hands call is like this is something that's really important to us how do you think it shows up how do you think i can contribute it contribute to this more or you know ask those questions bring up those conversations whether it's one-on-one -on -one with somebody you feel more comfortable with bring it up one-on-one -on -one with your manager uh you know have that be a part maybe of uh, a team building activity 
And that way you're engaging with it and you're asking the questions of as we're growing, as we're evolving, is our culture growing and evolving um, with those with those principles and key aspects in mind. Do you find that in that culture building conversation for individuals mm -hmm. that it's easy to rally around your mission or purpose as a team in order to accomplish that? Or are there any ways that you kind of get people to have that aha moment that they are <laughs> in fact creating it and a big part of it? Because I do think to your point, a lot of people rely on leaders to take that when in fact it takes everybody to create that culture. So how do you really get them that momentum to uh, be a part of the bigger solution? Yeah, so I think uh, one, like you said, definitely having a very clear understanding of how your work relates to the company's mission or even your team's vision is very important. One of the ways we do that, and I've certainly done this in the tech space, is to come back to this, you know, we come back to this in our monthly sprint retrospectives of, hey, we spent this month working on this piece of project or doing this work. Did that actually move the needle on what we're trying to achieve? Did everybody feel like it did? And if it didn't, where didn't it and how can we improve? One of the exercises we do coming out of that retrospective is actually to do what we call like a start, stop, continue. And that feeds into that, right? So when you've done this retrospective and sometimes you'll think about things and be like, you know, actually I don't see how building this feature or working on this particular thing ties in with what we're trying to achieve. So when we do the start, stop, continue exercise, we say, should we continue doing this or should we stop doing it? Or can we stop doing this, but maybe start something else that feels more aligned with it? So I think that's one of the ways. I think the second way is, is uh, when it comes to hiring, is to really involve people in the hiring process who are then able to bring in those different perspectives, right? So not just say, when we hire, I'm not the only person who interviews people. These are, you know, people in the team get involved and people who bring in different perspectives, look for different things. And so that's another way where you feel like you can both contribute and are able to um, know for sure that you're moving things in the right direction. Yeah, that's a really important call out. I think a lot of times we focus on diverse hiring pools of where we're getting the diverse thought, but it's very important as well to have those diverse thought and uh, obviously race and gender panels. So I think that's something that everyone can do to give that diverse thought on the panel side. Another takeaway for women in tech is that oftentimes our organizations, technology organizations are agile. They're using retrospectives and incorporating the culture piece in that is a really unique thing that you offered in that last nugget. And then as well, just the idea of something like design thinking, like whether it's start, stop, continue, or okay. rosebud thorn, taking the time to use tools where everyone can kind of evaluate how things went. Uh, and that's kind exactly. of a joy we get because we kind of have to do that when it comes to uh, <laughs> releases and code, uh, but putting the culture piece in it is very, very cool. And, um, you know, we're always here for making women in tech more successful. So do you have any other tips for us? I'd say the big one, and I, you know, I've heard this quite a bit, but I, I will say in all honesty, I haven't quite seen it that much in practice. And I think it's this idea around uh, hiring people who are better than yourselves. For a lot of reasons, there's a lot of fear uh, associated with 
um, in the workspace, right? When it comes to the fear of not being good enough at your job or the fear of uh, failure or the fear of feeling like you're, you're not smart enough or you know you might be making the wrong choice and i think one of the things that really impacts is how people think about hiring and the reason it ties in so importantly with culture again is because something that i truly believe in is when you're building a team you going back to your point about you know you want to bring in uh, a diversity of perspectives of experiences of skills of opinions and i think you can really only do that when you're not worried or when you're not scared about, oh, should I hire someone who's better than me? You know, what if I go hire someone, but I don't know how to do this thing. And then is it going to make me look bad? But actually for your team and for your culture, that thing is so important. It is so important to get past that fear and really focus on the fact that um, when I'm trying to build the best team out there, when I'm trying to build the best product out there, I want to find these people. Uh, I don't want to be the best. I want the best to be working with me and learning from them and growing with them. So I, I know it's, yeah, it's, it's really something I've heard quite a bit, but I, but I really would want people to push themselves more on, on actually following that, that key thing of don't be scared of hiring people who are better than yourself. That is a great big takeaway because I think some people get intimidated or feel like you have to be able to do it all or that you may not have that skill. So it's also a little bit about raising each other up and promoting success for those on your team. Is there anything that you found um, as a process, as a leader in building these teams that help you seek that top talent? But do you have any things that you've lived um, from your experience that you could share just to help make that more real for people and to overcome any of those barriers? One of the things that I've done both individually and I've actually done this with teams as well is to do an exercise that involves with uh, finding your strengths and understanding both kind of your your soft skill strengths, but also your hard skill strengths. And so uh, I've done that for myself and kind of mapped it out and seen, okay, so but what where are the, the holes or the gaps? And then using those to figure out, great, what do I want to plug in? The same thing with teams, you know, done this exercise. I've done this in teams of five to 15 of let's sit down together and kind of map out collectively and individually where, what are we good at and where are our strengths and then finding the gaps and using that to then go out and build our job descriptions, for example. So while you can still be focused on the roles that you need to fill, but what you're also now intentionally doing is looking out for those key things that you know as a team you don't have. And the good thing about doing it as a team exercise is that um, particularly with a young workforce, like I, I work with a lot of people who are in, in Gen Z, and you know, a lot of them have come up to me and said, I always thought that if I found something I wasn't good at, that I have to go build it. But now I'm realizing, oh, what if someone else on the team has it and then it complements my skill? And so actually it makes us really good team players together. And if part of our culture is teamwork and collaboration, then this is the way we continue building it. So it's been a really fascinating experience doing it, particularly as a team, is that it makes people think about that, right, like what's complementary to me? Not that it's competitive, but actually it will make me better at my job and it'll make the other person better at their job too. Yeah, I love the idea of doing that as a team, like you mentioned, because then you know 
if someone's really strong in Java. <laughs> and then you could go to them for those questions or if someone's really good at uh, frameworks or agile and keeping up with things, you could go to them. That's really great. And what has been your favorite part in leading teams that are inclusive and kind of having this passion that you have? Personally, it's been, it's just so satisfying. It makes you feel like you're in a good place. And more importantly, that you're also contributing to other people feeling like they're in a good place. I know that sounds kind of abstract, but I, I think it is so much about the emotion that you feel out of that. You know, like you said, it can be very tangible when you see that success translate into uh, how your product is doing and that success translate into, you know, how long you're able to retain people in your team and how much people grow in your team. So certainly I can talk about it from a data point of view in, you know, in terms of saying like, you know, I've seen kind of people continue to just grow in my team and go from one role to the next and people who feel satisfied. But at a more fundamental level, it's just the in, inside you, you feel like this is the right way to work. It's that you, you just find it to be a lot more um, pleasant and productive and, uh, and, keeps, and keeps people sane. Well, this has been great. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners out there? I would say particularly right now, given everything that's going on, I can't iterate enough how important it is to focus on culture. It's the thing that will keep us connected, that will keep us sane, and that will keep us productive. And so if, if I can kind of repeat myself again and again, it's to say it's really important to focus on this, and, and especially right now, uh, to be able to check in and, and make sure that uh, you're living your, your company values. Well, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your heart. It seems that you've taken this idea of social impact work into your career in the products and technologies that you've worked on, but you also take it into your teams. Regardless of if you're a team member or a team leader, you really care about your people. And I think that's what the world needs more of. That's what women in tech need more of. And obviously uh, we could spread that with this podcast. So thank you for sharing a little bit of your heart and wisdom from building great inclusive team cultures and being able to hire better than you. <laughs> Thank you so much for the opportunity, Nicole. I yes. really enjoyed speaking with you. Yes, and if people want to reach out to you, do you have a preferred way to do that? Yeah, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Yes, and we will put that in the show notes for everybody. And appreciate your time, Neha. It's been a pleasure meeting you and working with you through this. And we look forward to helping guide more success for women in tech through this show and it's through people like you and your dedication so thank you again thank you nicole the pleasure has been all mine thank you again for listening and we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life please give us a rating or review we would love to see how the show has inspired you you can also connect with tech diva success on twitter insta and facebook we're very easy to find under that name and we hope this episode was fire for you.